As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. And I'm Ben Boland. Ben, today we're going to talk about exhaust systems. Yes. And uh, honestly, you know, I wasn't terribly excited about this topic when we first started kind of hatching it out, but uh, but um, I don't know. We've got a couple things we're going to add in here um, that I think will kind of pick it up a little bit. I mean, there's not a whole lot to a, a basic exhaust system, really. Right. But uh, we do have kind of a twist on this at the end that we want to uh, kind of throw in there, that there's there's some new technology out there that may be uh, pretty interesting for a lot of folks. Yes, and it could be a game changer in the future. Could be. So let's talk about uh, just the basic exhaust system first. And we're not going to get into emissions and, you know, all the... Uh, um, I guess the very extreme particulars of, of mm-hmm. exhaust gases in, in, in themselves, but um, more or less just what an exhaust system really is, because it, it's really, really simple when you boil it down, right? Yeah, so you've jacked your car up, you're in the mechanics, you've jacked your car up on the lift, and you're looking at the undercarriage, and you say, man, that's a lot of pipes. It sure is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I mean, it could be like a 10 or 12 foot long section of pipes. Mm-hmm. You know, one pipe maybe that goes all the way across, or it could be a couple of pipes that are connected with a Y pipe or right. an X pipe, and... Um, you know, there's a lot of different chambers that are involved and, and maybe even some wiring yes. that's under there. So um, there's, there's quite a bit going. I mean, it looks like a lot. Really, the, I mean, can I just break this down to the most simple yes. explanation of what an exhaust system does? This, yeah. Just getting the exhaust gases to the back end of the car is what it does. It's just a pipe system to get all that foul crap mm-hmm. that comes out of your engine mm-hmm. to the back end of the car, away from you, away from the engine, away from the passenger compartment, so that uh, you know, you're not breathing this stuff in all the time as you got your, your vehicle turned on. Mm-hmm. So that's it's most basic, just to get the gases away from you. Safely. Safely. And this, uh, this can be very simple, despite how complicated it may look mm-hmm. if you're in this hypothetical garage looking up and you see the balance pipes, the Y pipes, the X pipes, as we've named. Uh, there are numerous pipes. Um, but the reason this looks like 
it's more complicated than it is is because most cars have their engine in the front of the vehicle. Correct, yeah. And, there's a lot of space to cover. Mm-hmm. And there's one uh, key part here that I want to talk about, which is the muffler. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, if you are at all familiar with cars, you know that they can be kind of loud, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And bef- can be. Some can be. Some can be. Um, and before the advent of the muffler, cars could be even louder. Yeah, because really they just had a pipe that came right off the engine that was bolted, you know, to the to the exhaust header, mm-hmm. uh, which comes right off of the engine. Um, really, it was just unmuffled sound all the way to the back of the car. And muffler, I mean, think about the word. Muffler, what's right. it doing? It's muffling sound, right? That is not a trick question. No, it's not. It's just all about sound waves. So it works by uh, the this pass uh, the exhaust passes through a series of chambers, so they could have a number of things in them. They could have some synthetic fiber, wool, rock of some sort. Yeah, they're it, packed. They're packed. Yeah, kind of like the way that an oil filter is packed. Exactly. And this is all there to sort of control the noise. Now, re- uh, muffler has to be a tougher part of a car because. It needs to sort of take beating at times. Hey, that's true, yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of different parts of it. I mean, there's perforated yeah. pipes and there's uh, there's resonate, uh, resonation chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's stuff going on inside that uh, that exhaust. If you've never seen one cut open, really go stop by an exhaust system uh, store, a place that sells yeah. aftermarket exhaust, or even a dealership sometimes will have this. But uh, there's a lot going on inside of a muffler. Yeah, and you can check out our article, which also has some uh, nifty pictures. Oh, it does. Okay, yeah. good. Um, but those cutaways are worth it, and they really illustrate what we're talking about here. Now, Scott, as you said earlier, we don't want to drill down too far into the science behind emissions, right, yeah. and and uh, the catalytic converters, because we do have podcasts on those that yeah. people can check out. I think we've already covered that pretty mm-hmm. well. Yeah, so we just want to let you know. There is a catalytic converter in your car. Yeah, there's one there. And, you know, I mean, if you want to just kind of simply go from the front end of the vehicle to the back end of the vehicle, you got the engine. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, do you want to do I was just going to say that's a great idea. Okay, okay, good. So, engine. We agree. We agree. Uh, yeah, there's the engine, which is uh, actually producing all this, uh, This you know, uh, it's, the, it's the byproduct of combustion, really. Right. Within your engine. Mm-hmm. So, you've got um, right from the engine, you've got the exhaust header, which is really just a series of, like, maybe uh, however many exhaust ports your vehicle has, probably four or eight, right? Uh, which, you know, are then funneled down into one or two or, you know, very various numbers of pipes that can be, you know, they, the, the numbers of pipes actually funnel themselves down into a single pipe. Yes. Which eventually uh, connects to a smaller pipe, which there's usually an O2 sensor in mm-hmm. newer vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where the electric part comes in. So you've got an O2 sensor, which, uh, again, is part of emissions, really. It feeds information back to the uh, controller of your vehicle, and it tells it whether your vehicle's running lean or if it's running rich, and kind of adjusts the fuel mixture that way. Mm-hmm. Um, older vehicles don't have something like this, and, and older, vehicles, older vehicles don't have catalytic converters either, which is the next uh, part of our, uh, our exhaust system. And, you know, I do want to mention just one quick thing about it, uh, catalytic converters. I'm not, right. not getting into too deep, but they do have, they have kind of like this honeycomb filter, uh-huh. Uh, just so we're giving them a brief description of this, sure, I guess. Sure. Uh, honeycomb, like a mesh area that, that mm-hmm. the exhaust gases go through, it filters out all the bad stuff, really. Right. Or most of the bad stuff, anyways. Um, there, there could be like uh, could be a ceramic core, it could be metal core, mm-hmm. um, platinum. Yeah, plat. Oh, yeah, platinum. That's a good one because um, people have been actually stealing uh, catalytic converters 
uh, because of the platinum content. And sometimes, uh, you know, just the metal content, you know, it depends mm-hmm. on what's in there. It could be copper in some cases. Um, not here in the United States, I don't think, because that produces another type of gas that uh, is somehow bad. Right. Uh, here in the United <laughs> States, but not elsewhere, right? Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> thank you, EPA. So the uh, the nickel, it could be nickel, it could be titanium, it could Rhodium. be iron, aluminum. It could be, it, it's just a, a myriad of, of materials that could be packed inside the catalytic converter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's different types of catalytic converters, too. Yes. Um, diesel, uh, diesel vehicles have uh, something called a particulate filter, which uh, filters out soot. And I was kind of digging around a little bit about this, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but okay. I thought this is cool to add because it's yeah. just kind of a, a neat little fact, I guess, is that uh, these diesel particulate filters, they fill up with soot, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think, well, there's got to be a point where you've got to stop, empty this thing out. It's it's kind of like a water filter or something sure. where you've got to filter, you know, drain it. Good comparison. But the thing is, these diesel particulate filters, they're they're part of the sealed exhaust system. And the way that they, they empty themselves out, and it's done kind of like through the system that determines when it's about, uh, let's say, 75, 85% blocked. Okay. It has sensors that understand when there's a, there's a certain blockage percentage, okay. and then it decides it's time for me to clean myself out. So that's what it does. It cleans itself out. It, it operate. you have to be driving at certain, there have to be certain conditions met. Like you have to be driving at a certain speed for certain time, certain, mm-hmm. you know, Everything has to be just right, and then it hits that threshold. It does, and, and it then, then it sends this flame wall through the uh, through the filter, and it, this can take a long time. It can take a long time to burn the stuff off, but it burns it at such a now. Imagine imagine the temperature that it takes to burn soot. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene, Eugene Fodor. Gene, was it? Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jin, and the last star on the business. I understand now, it's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return, your time won't, and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you've already got kind of a a burned byproduct. You're trying to burn 
that byproduct. You're essentially incinerating it. You are, yeah. And you know what the temperatures are, Ben, of these what? things? Diesel particulate filters. You don't want to be around one of these things when it when it fires up. I'll tell you that. And the good thing is that it happens usually when you're driving. You can you can force this if you're like at a dealership. You can force it to happen. Uh, with diagnostic tools, but yeah. you know, again, there's a lot of restrictions on these. I remember, you know, doing some technical service stuff with this that you had to take the vehicle outside, and there had to be certain distances from you know dry grass and fields and buildings and things and other vehicles. You had to be uh, to start this 600 degrees Celsius. 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 So that Whoa. Fahrenheit for us Fahrenheit people, because I am right about 1100 degrees. So your exhaust system is suddenly cooking itself at 1100 degrees that's far far above any exhaust system temperature uh, mm. that you know you would see on the road that's toasty that is very toasty so honestly that's that's about all I wanted to, to mention that's called regeneration well I I wanted to also while we're on diesel engines point out something I'm gonna call this in defense of diesel engines mm-hmm. a lot of times not all not all the time maybe even not as much nowadays but often uh, diesel engines get a bad rep mm-hmm. when it comes to emissions. And I just want to note that I don't think it's entirely deserved. So I, I agree. I I agree because there's, there's there are clean diesels now that burn right. cleaner than cars that burn gasoline. So that's our defense of diesel engines. We still have a couple more parts of the exhaust system. Just a couple. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just the muffler, really, um, mm-hmm. that we talked about with uh, its, its series of perforated pipes and chambers and, and mm-hmm. packing and different materials. And, and really, that's, you know, the muffling system. We talked about sound waves. Yeah. Um, that's really, in most cases, it's just canceling out sound waves is what you're trying to do. You're right. Trying to, uh, you're trying to minimize the sound, you know, that, that, row, uh, that loud, raw sound that's coming out of the engine. Um, in most cases. Now, some cases, you're trying to amplify that sound in some way that, that, you know, is preferable to the type of vehicle you have. You know, you may have an old muscle car that you want to have a deep, throaty sound. Mm-hmm. So you want a specific type of muffler for that. You may have a uh, an import vehicle that, you know, you may want it to sound like a, an angry hornet's nest and, uh, you know, or a chainsaw. And, uh, you know, that that sound can be uh, can be made through the, the choice of muffler that you have. Um, then, really, after, after the, the muffler, uh, you've got in some cases, you have a resonator, yes. which in some cases is also handled through the muffler. So mm-hmm. uh, motorcycles have resonators, um, uh, and that's the that's typically the raspy sound that you hear on a lot of motorcycles, new, newer motorcycles. Um, some vehicles have resonators. I had an old MG that had a resonator as well, including a muffler. Um, and then really have the tailpipe, and that's about it. That's, a, that's as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you wanted to mention something about aftermarket Yes. Stuff. I want to mention there, there are some other parts uh, that, that can go into this system. Uh, if you're fixing up your car, you can get aftermarket performance parts that can give it, kick it up a, a little. Yeah, true. Give it a boost. Kick it up a notch. Yeah. Oh, no. He's Take it like, to the next level. Who's that guy? Emeril? I don't know. Oh, it's a, there's a oh, chef. Yeah. Is this Bam! Oh, that's it. Yeah. Is that the guy? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the, the guy. guy. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Glad we got that figured um, out. I'm glad we nailed that. Uh, also, uh, we have to plug our article, How Mufflers Work, which has an excellent explanation of the way that a muffler cancels out sound. Oh, very good. That makes sense. I, you know, that's probably the best thing to do is to go there and to read about it, because for us to try to describe this... 
and these uh, last few minutes that we've got here, it just won't, it just won't work out. Hey, oh. you know, there's one other quick yeah. thing that I need to mention here. Now, you uh, actually two or three. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> always the case, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, darn it. So, anyways, you mentioned aftermarket. You know, uh-huh. a lot of times you'll see uh, people with you know real fancy exhaust systems that are chromed out, and you know they've got right. huge exhaust tips, like four inch exhaust tips. Mm. A lot of times, well, actually, I'm going to tell you every time that four inch exhaust tip that you see, that's just the tip. That's just yeah. where it's it's just the last few inches of the exhaust system. Mm-hmm. If you had a four inch pipe coming all the way from your engine, your engine would be lugging so badly you would have zero back pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all part of this is back pressure. There's there's a lot really to the exhaust system and what it does for your engine for your vehicle and performance. And you know there's there's a point where there's too much back pressure. There's a point where there's not enough back pressure. And if you have a giant exhaust system, which again not always the best case, so you you need to talk to somebody who's um, who's well versed in exhaust systems to tell you what size, you know, what diameter pipe you need in every position of your vehicle, like starting from the engine all the way to the back. Right. They know exactly what it should be. Uh, you can kind of play around with that a little bit for performance, but um, you know, there's a there's a point where uh, you know it's just not worth it. You do you get no return from having an extra wide pipe. You actually sometimes you hurt your performance. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times that's just for looks. Um, as you can imagine, and so is the you know the uh, you know the the, the uh, I guess the fancier systems that right. you know, that have unique sounds. A lot of times, those aren't really for performance. Yeah, uh, we and there's nothing wrong with that, but we do have to draw that distinction. There is a difference uh, between a performance part and something that's a little more uh, cosmetic. So be aware, and you know what, beware of. Those parts that are, you know, clip on or screw on. Yeah. Uh, if you want them just because you think it makes your vehicle look better, more power to you. And on a more practical note, uh, uh you can also kind of, you can kind of read your exhaust, uh, yeah. read exhaust gases, I should say. Oh, good. I'm glad you mentioned um, this. And, and this is just real simple. I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get too deep into okay. this either, but, um, you know, if you see blue smoke out the back of your vehicle, that means you're burning oil. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you see black smoke, it means there's probably a carbon buildup in your engine. Mm-hmm. Ben, I've got a question for you. What do you think white smoke means? What 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 do you think when you see white smoke? Well, uh, in the Vatican, it means that they've selected, they've successfully selected the next pope. Very good. <laughs> Are you reading true. my notes? It's true. It's the council. Re- it's the I was going to hit you. I was going to. Oh, <laughs> man, you took, you totally stole my punchline. Are you serious? Yeah, that's all right, though. I did, really? No, don't worry about it. That's funny. That's, uh, I can't <laughs> believe you got it. I should have, so I should have maybe more casually set it up, I guess. Okay, it's but, the Pope Mobile yeah, episode. Darn it. I'm, I'm sorry, man. New Pope elected. That's it. So, um, <laughs> actually, it means you're burning antifreeze. So it probably got a head gasket issue. Uh huh. Um, and that's really serious. So if you see white smoke coming out of the back of your car, and over. I, I mean a lot of it, hmm. pull over quickly, shut the car down, don't run it again. Just get get, get help. You know, either do it yourself or uh, have a mechanic take a look at it. But uh, that's a serious, serious issue. And I've seen cars that are just, you know, billowing white smoke out the back end, and mm-hmm. uh, and there's a big ma- and you could smell it too. You can smell yeah, it has the a very antifreeze. distinct yeah, very smell. sweet smell to it. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, was booted! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! 
I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, though. Sure. Before we close up, is yeah. that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's go to the future, Scott. We've been talking about the the basic nuts and bolts of the muffler, the exhaust system. Uh, yes. We did the catalytic converter, but now we're going to take it somewhere cool. We talked about this off the air, mm-hmm. so let's not pretend like it's the first time you've heard of it. Oh, no, no. What would you say if I told you it was possible to get a little bit more of a Get a little bit more use out of a tailpipe system. A more more use out of one. Well, what if we could make it um, reduce CO two? Ah, uh, yes, yes, and there's definitely a way to do this, but um, it's in the development phase right now. Yeah, this is this is right now. This is a good research idea. We've got an excellent article from uh, our good buddy Josh Clark. Can we make tailpipes that capture CO two? As we're saying, oh, very interesting idea. It's an interesting idea. It's not. Uh, it's not completely thought out yet, not completely developed. Yeah. It's, uh, right now it's a research, uh, project. Uh, so here's, here's the shtick. Here's the pitch. Um, so we know that carbon dioxide can be a heck of a pollutant Mm -hmm. for lack of a, lack of a better, a better phrase. So if we're dependent on these vehicles, but we're concerned about the carbon dioxide emissions, then why don't we just build a tailpipe that can capture the CO2 before it even gets out of the car? Well, this is like a second – it's like so you go through the catalytic converter, which which filters out other types of gases. Right. CO2 is what remains and comes through. Now, you're, tra- you're saying 
there's a, there's a, a system to capture that remaining bit of pollution? Yes. Uh, some folks at Georgia Tech have come up with a material called hyperbranched aminosilica. Cool. HAS for the uh, cool kids. HAS, okay. All right. So we just wanted to mention this, uh, something to keep your eye out for. Perhaps in your next vehicle, you will have drastically reduced CO2 emissions because of this nifty little discovery, but not just in cars. Yeah, that's right. And actually, the, the, the focus of this entire study is really on, um, you know, uh, sources of larger emissions, sources of, of enormous amounts of CO2, and that would be, um, you know, power factories, things like that. Mm. You know, factories that that emit these all day long from those giant smokestacks that you see. That you know, you think maybe that's steam coming out of there, but there's a little bit of other stuff coming out too. You right. know, there's a lot of carbon dioxide coming out of those. And the thing is that you know these power plants are are emitting quite a bit of carbon dioxide. Um, that they have to. It's just the byproduct of this of you know what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the team here at Georgia Tech is thinking that, you know, if there's a way to pack the smokestacks with this material or if there's a way to create removable disks that they can cap these um, you know, these smokestacks with, you know, these enormous smokestacks, they yeah. can make giant disks that can be removed and replaced. And that's one of the things that, you know, is kind of interesting about this is that, you know, it's, it's, it's built for this large scale. And they said that, you know, not only is it, uh, you know, that it actually works. It really does work. Um, it captures the CO2, but it can be recycled. Ah, yes. The uh, students and the uh, lab researchers there found that they could reuse the HAS material. I don't want to call it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They could reuse this in one test. In fact, they tested a batch 12 times and found that there was no noticeable decrease in its absorption abilities. So it captures... They take it off. They they use it in some way. And you know what? There's an interesting way they reuse it. Now, you think, like, what do you do with all this captured CO2, right? right? Well, you know, the interesting thing about this is that there's a uh, – um, in fact, there's a there's a, a place in Louisiana that they've actually taken it to that, that creates uh, – or that grows algae, rather, mm-hmm. um, as a biofuel. And they feed the algae this captured CO2. So there's a great reason to do this. I mean, you yeah. know, you can filter – you can filter out the CO2 from, from large places like, you know, factories or mm-hmm. even small sources like cars. But then you've got to be able to do something with that captured CO2, and they found a great way to reuse that CO2. I mean, it's a very good source, for, you know, a good um, a good place to go with that, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, you'd have a new disk or a regenerated disk that you put back in its place and then capture some more, you know, CO2. This is a it's, – it's a win-win, really, Ben. Yeah, it's a win-win if it works. That's that's yeah, the problem. And, and you know, we said that they're they're working on factory applications at this time. That's right. kind of the the main goal of this thing. As far as tailpipes for cars, it's you know it's it's possible, not probable at this time. But yeah. uh, but what an idea! I mean, you know, something like this. If if this were to come along, I think that this would catch on. I think that you know it's something that could be implemented relatively easily. Mm-hmm. And I think it would work. I think I think it would work. I'd really like to see it. You know, I'm I'm very fascinated by all these new innovations that come out, and some truly never make it past the drawing board. Mm-hmm. This one is in a practical application. It's on the way. Yeah, least. I think it's got legs. Mm-hmm. It's got legs. I love that phrase. So 
we're going to go ahead and wrap it up today, I think. Uh, again, we have an episode on emissions and on catalytic converters. If you'd like to hear more about that, we would like to hear from you. We'd like to hear from you on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, you can even send us an email at carstuff at discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.